This is Talking Urology. This Talking Urology Anzup Conference highlight features Ian Vella talking to scientist Lisa Butler from Adelaide discussing prostate cancer biomarkers. Um, my name's Ian Vella. I'm here at the uh, Anzup Annual Scientific Meeting uh, with Lisa Butler, who uh, is a PhD research scientist down at the South Australian Health and Medical Research Institute. And Lisa gave a fantastic uh, talk to this morning in our Translational Research Symposium on identification of drug response biomarkers in patient-derived prostate explants. So thanks for joining us, Lisa. Hi, Ian. Pleasure. Uh, so your talk was very exciting. Uh, this new model system that you have uh, shows real promise given that um, prostate cancers, as I'm sure you're aware and our listeners are aware, have been very difficult to model in an in vitro setting. So can you explain a little bit about your your model system? Sure, yeah. I think there's been um, many attempts over the years to try and make better models of prostate cancer, but it's been really, really hard, especially to have models that are really close to the human disease. We know that as soon as we take it out of the body, it changes and it really responds quite poorly to culture in many ways. It doesn't grow the way it normally would. Uh, it doesn't respond to hormones the way it normally would. And then it becomes not a very good model system. Um, so what we do is a little bit different. We, um, we just try and manipulate that tissue as little as possible. We just chop it up into pieces, pop it onto some little sponges in our lab as a bit of a scaffold, and then we grow it for only very short periods of time so that it's not changing and adapting too much in culture so that we can do some short-term endpoints to look for how a drug might respond in that patient. And so the aim of this new system is to identify potential new drug treatments? Yes, in fact, both. We're, we're very interested in looking at new drivers of cancer because, again, most of those have been identified mainly in, um, in traditional lab models. Um, and uh, so we're, we're looking for new drivers of disease that are, that are um, targets of androgens, for example, the drivers of prostate cancer. But also we're interested in biomarkers, trying to figure out who are the best patients to treat with an appropriate um, uh, new therapy, for example, because as you know well, that um, we really treat everyone with prostate cancer the same these days. You know, it's still very limited molecular stratification of disease. So, uh, so this is a way that we can um, try and identify some biomarkers that are going to be clinically relevant in a, in a real tumour, um, not just in tumour cells grown in a dish. So just to clarify, for my benefit, you're taking primary prostate cancer from a radical prostatectomy specimen. Have you ever done any work with metastatic samples like lymph nodes or bone metastases or anything? So we've done a little bit. So we've we've done um, some uh, locally recurrent disease after androgen deprivation therapy from uh, from TERP specimens. Those explant extremely well. We've had a lot more mixed success with taking advanced uh, bone metastases, for example, or, or soft tissue, uh, which is unfortunate because it would be great to look at that, um, that disease context in a little bit more detail but I think uh, until we have some better approaches to do that we're always going to struggle in that advanced space. So using the uh, primary prostate cancer as the model uh, how translatable do you think that if we're looking for drugs for an advanced disease setting where prostate cancer spread do you think it's going to be translatable to the whole patient scenario um, versus what's happening in the in a primary prostate cancer? Yeah we do I think again that's an area where we need to um, uh, broaden our thinking a little bit rather than just simply trying to deal with the horse once it's bolted by only looking in the CRPC space we need to think about how that space actually emerged so you know that all of those um, tumors started as localized disease and we know that that uh, castrate resistant disease emerges as an adaptation to that low androgen environment so you know really we're looking uh, by looking at um, uh, localized disease we're looking at the um, 
the development of resistance as well because that's the place I think where we're going to have the most chance to intervene and prevent um, castrate resistant disease from forming. I think it's still going to be very hard for a long time to durably control that um, end stage of disease. Finally, I'm sure uh, a lot of the clinicians and also patients who might be listening to this podcast would be very keen to, to hear, do you think this will be something that we can routinely potentially perform on individual patients at, uh, to, to try and identify what might, may or may not work in their particular individual cancer for a real sort of precision personalised medicine approach. Do you think that would be a, a potential for this sort of model? I think uh, down the track it will be um, potential for that, particularly because we're, you know, as, as I mentioned before, the, the attention even clinically is, fo- is focusing more and more early in disease now. So, you know, we've realised now that patients have better outcomes if they have a high-risk tumour, that if they have treatment right after surgery um, with various, um, you know, systemic treatments. And so, again, those patients are very difficult to figure out who's the best to treat, who's going to respond and even whether they have responded. In fact often um, as you well know you know we'd, we'd be waiting till, till many years down the track to see whether that patient ever responded or not. Um, so that's where I see a, a real um, uh, possibility for individualisation of therapy, doing explanting of high risk tumours as they're coming out to test which sort of therapies or combinations might be most effective for that individual patient in an adjuvant setting. Well, fantastic. Thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us, Lisa. And that's uh, congratulations on your, your, your world-leading Australian-first uh, research. So congratulations. Oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Talking Urology at Up, Proudly supported by Ipsen.